This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Unlike anything on your planet. Star Wars. Stop that ship! It's a big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Come with you to Alden. There's nothing for me here now. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. Go that way. You'll be malfunctioning within a day, you deserted scrap pile. Star Wars. A billion years in the making. The Force will be with you. Always. You say light years no clue that ahead of its time. The best way to make money on Amazon. Said light years ahead of its time, like it's a, like light years is a form of you know time measurement and not a form of distant measurements. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, you, you got it all wrong, sir. I got it all wrong. Not you, the the person <laughs> who was talking. This is so 1970s, man. Anyways. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, first off, welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. I am your host, Darth Blaze. And as always, I have my co-host, Young Jedi Xavier. Hello, Xavier. Young Hello. Jedi. 
We we have watched Star Wars, now currently known as Star Wars Episode Four. A New Hope. Hope which, yes. Which is both a um, which is technically a sequel to you know the um, the prequel trilogy, but because that's a prequel trilogy, this is the and this is the original trilogy. It all um. Yeah, this all, is the movie that started it all. Yeah. So in, in, first, its own, in its own special way. So first thing I wanted to point out. First thing I wanted to say is I'm very disappointed. I wish Disney Plus had the option to watch the original Star Wars without any touch-ups, add-ons like I wanted. I wanted to see it without Java being there because that that was added to the spe- uh, to the new versions. Oh. Um, some of the special effects were touched up. I would love to see Star Wars as it was originally made. I think that would be very interesting. For example, did you notice something from that trailer? That was just. It was just called Star Wars, and the and the um, the title thing like was very different than what I like. Yeah, no, the title thing the, was the title thing was cool, but that's not what I was bringing up. What did anything jump out at you when you saw Obi Wan facing Darth Vader? Darth Vader's lightsaber wasn't red; it uh, was blue. Or white, or whatever the color that Obi wants. They both had lightsabers that looked the same. Hmm. That was apparently changed for the new versions. I found it. Apparently, I found a trailer from the original Star Wars. Which, by the way, one thing I noticed with this original trailer was the announcer was as. Enthusiastic as a person narrating a funeral, like the guy had it's no a, excitement. It's a 1970s trailer. What do you? What, do you, what would you expect? More excitement, I guess. Um, I don't, I don't recall but, trailers having that little excitement when they talked. I mean, I don't know. Either way, this movie was definitely light years ahead of its time. I say I mean, that. Absolutely knowing what the term light year means. <laughs> it is a form of a distance. Okay, nerd. Um <laughs> yeah, you don't need to be a nerd to know this stuff. <laughs> Children have figured this out, man. Well, in fairness. In fairness, maybe they're talking about this movie's from many distance away. <laughs> it could it said, not... light. Ye- it's light years ahead of its time. Ah. Yeah, whatever. It it was though. It I mean, bothers me. Okay, besides the fact that he said light years, which that's just a promotional thing, um. It was a movie ahead of its time. Let's let's be honest. Like there wasn't a movie 
as ambitious as Star Wars. I mean, I, that may be wrong. I don't know, but you, you've seen what you see what Star Wars has become. It yeah, it's, it's become quite a lot. It's it's, it's one of the like biggest franchises of all time. Yeah it it deserves that title. It's a as fantastic, well well placed, well put together storyline. Um. And despite Anakin, despite the love story that happens with on all these, it's it's definitely overlookable with all this spacey violent stuff that everybody likes. Um, like for instance, they're saying like a story about romance. Um, the romance in the story was a romance that we later find out is an incest. Like, and, b- and because, like, we watched the uh, original trilogy first, and we know that at the end of episode three, they're like, they're carrying twins. I'll name it Luke and Leia. So, yeah, it's, I'm not really, really spoiling anything at this point since we've already covered, like, the first three episodes on this podcast. Yeah. But, yeah, these two are brothers, and th- these two are siblings. Brothers, yeah. Brothers and siblings. Bro- brothers siblings. and sisters. Yes. Discar. Um, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird in retrospect, but he didn't he didn't have that in the storyline yet. <laughs> yeah, but he they also decided that. to add that for some strange reason. <laughs> yeah. Um they sure did. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Alright, so are we ready for synopsis? Yeah, yeah. Star Wars, Episode 4, A New Hope. It was a time of galactic... Rep- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I should have. I, I should have had the crawl with me so I could just read the whole thing. Um, <laughs> we could look that up. Like, there's probably I'm sure we could. flavor text. I'll, I'll look it up. I will, so, I will do the deed. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, Star Wars... Is the story about a young boy on a planet with two sons, Tatooine, who is destined to become a Jedi because, you know, destiny, that's how destiny works. Um, and of course, as any young hero has to go through, his parental figures get murdered. You know, you can't become a hero if you don't lose people. That's just not, that's how it works, right? Yeah, um, we also see, you know, the fried the fried bodies as well, which is which looks very yeah. very um you know, it looks very delicious. Toasty. There's, there's got to be some got to be some calories. And it wouldn't be it isn't technically cannibalism on my part. Oh, especially geez. especially since these people are probably not from Earth. So they're prob- so we're probably not the same species, although we are very similar. But mm-hmm. either way, if I were to eat those filleted whatever they are, okay, let's 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 drop very... the cannibalistic talk. It's not cannibalism, though. That's what I'm saying. Let's, let's not try to justify the very close to cannibalistic nature here. Uh, anyway, Star Wars Episode Four. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, anyways, so Darth Vader is the villain of the show, which if you notice, there is no Emperor whatsoever. Like the first Star Wars is very interesting. 
Um, yeah, no, we, no, yeah, there's, no a, there's a lot of stuff we haven't. There's a lot of stuff that we don't see yet. Um, there is, there is a huge, there's a huge amount of hints of that with um, with the fact that you know Darth Vader is probably you know Luke's Luke's daddy. Like what hints? Like um, like Obi Wan saying, "I, I trained your father," and then later when fighting um, when fighting Vader, he says, he uh basically you know implies that he is um he was his master. So well, yeah. Anyways, I mean I that's found, what I found. But I think you were supposed to. You were supposed to assume that uh, Vader um, killed his master, and not that uh, he was his master. I think that was the implication there. That could have been the implication. Anyway, I found this. I found this the crawl, the crawl thing. Okay. Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from the base. Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, which was, you know, the plot to uh, Rogue One. Um, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet, something that we see in the movie. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it was very sad. Pursued yeah. by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia's, Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> okay. So anyways, Leia snatched some, uh, you know, some important... Map of the Death Star, you know, to the weakness. Um, yeah, that, that one was, thing that I was love about Rogue One. One thing I love about Rogue One is it explains why they allowed a weakness to the Death Star to happen. Because if you really think about it, like, why would you make a giant battle station and be like, let's just make it real easy if someone shoots this exact spot to blow up the whole damn station? They explained that it was actually someone who was held captive and forced to work on it that added that to the the plans so it could be destroyed. It wasn't exactly a flaw as much as it was put in there put there intentionally. That's one thing about Rogue One I love is it retroactively explains one of the biggest uh, oversights of the Empire. Yeah. Which also explains why, when the second Death Star is made, they weren't able to just blow it up with one small shot. <laughs> right. Uh, so something that yes. we'll get into. Luke comes into possession with the R two D two, who has the message for Obi Wan Kenobi. We hear the very infamous line, "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi." You're my only hope. You're my only hope. Um, one thing that is great about this, they decide to go save Princess Leia, and, uh... And may, may I just point out that, like, 
Obi-Wan has probably the most amount of memed faces, the, the most amount of, like, um, memefied expressions that we see, like, on the internet. Like, we see that, uh, look of confusion with, uh, in episode, I think, two. And, like, uh, we have stuff like, um, well, of course I know him. He's it's me. me. It's me. It's, yeah, people. It's me. I it's am very... Obi-Wan. It's a very popular uh, meme. Is that a meme? Yeah. yeah, meme. Yeah, it's a meme. Um, yeah, well, that's because Obi-Wan is the true hero of Star Wars. Yeah, he, he Not basically the Skywalker carries... family. Yeah, dude carries yeah. the first four episodes, basically. Uh, he it's... does a lot of, like, more subtle help in five and six, but, like... Dude freaking carries the uh, prequel trilogy. His back has to hurt. Yeah, man. Carrying the series. Especially this... Especially um, at this age. He's gotten pretty old. <laughs> um, so yeah, they they go, they rescue Princess Leia, then they bring the plans back, and that's when they decide to attack the Death Star with these plans because they found out there's a weakness. Um, they go, they destroy the pl- uh, the Death Star, and everybody's happy. That's Star Wars in a nutshell, right there. Yeah, and we and we see a lot more of Vader than I remember when I first watched this movie. Well, yeah, he was the main villain. He is the main villain, but I, the, but I remember like seeing him not very often. I remember like I always thought that the main I don't know why, but I remember thinking that the main antagonist was that guy who like always walks around with Vader. Oh, the and guy, I guess uh, the, Tarkin. Tarkin, yeah. Uh, the guy who you know has the CGI face in Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, that's Tarkin. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that was his name. Is it? I always forget he exists. General Tarkin or Admiral Tarkin? His name's Tarkin. Ah. Uh, um. Yeah, and he pretty much dies in this one. <laughs> he's only in this movie. I mean, he's retroactively yeah, he added. The, uh, he gets blown up with, with Death, Death Star. Star the first. He had the option to leave, but he was like, no, no. These rebels won't be able to do anything. Yeah, and then... Um, he was wrong about those rebels. Yeah. But they're... Very... Yeah, but... Well, he didn't leave. It appears that Anakin decided to go back to his childhood and start running like, now this is like pod racing. Like, I'm going to kill the son. <laughs> Once again, Darth Vader doesn't realize it's his son either. I know. So, so in the next, in the next movie, he finds out that's his son, but that's from probing his mind. Um, he doesn't know him. He doesn't know it's his son by just he does. He thought Darth Vader thought that uh, when Padme died, that the kids died too. He didn't know the t- twins were actually born. He he figures it out through the use of the Force, I believe, 
But at the beginning, he doesn't know. Now, that might be just a plot device, because I don't think nobody knew that Darth Vader was his son or father. But, yeah. Yeah, it's very He's unaware. It's a little wonky. The Force kind of... The Force just kind of decides when and where to, like... He's he's your son, but we're not telling you that yet. Okay, now we'll (laughs) tell you. Your son is the guy you tried to murder That shit. What? He is not happy about that news. Just to let you know that. And also, he's been being trained by the master that you just murdered. What? (laughs) Yeah, and also, I just have a question... Anakin and Obi Wan, but well, Obi Wan, you can have have the uh, the excuse that like he's gotten you know a little bit older, and I guess Anakin got burnt to a crisp, but his Force powers are still like insanely strong. But still, like, dude, why why is the lightsaber fighting so like? Eh. I mean, yes, I know. It's because it's the first movie, and there wasn't really much of a standard at that point. And it's not, th- and it's not as bad as I remember it, but still, it's it's a couple of six-year-olds playing with sticks, smacking each other. <laughs> and finally, the stick hits the kid. And, um, and <laughs> I love how Anakin um, pats at the, uh, at the cloak of like Obi-Wan's cloak. Like, wait, is that supposed to happen? I don't remember slicing at people and then just vaporizing like that. Yeah. I mean usually if <laughs> That's they, not how usually it if works. they vapor it's like, um usually if they vaporize like I've I've slaughtered several several people and several kids people. Like, younger and smaller than you and they they still even if they vaporized, it still took a lot longer than this. Right. Yeah, he was very confused what the hell happened. It's like, wait a minute. Is this how it works? Are, were you I real? don't know. I don't think I killed my master correctly. Um. <laughs> I failed. No. no! <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, uh, well, what did you think of Star Wars? Oh yeah, oh yeah. One more thing though, like with um, with Obi Wan. I, I remember. I don't think I caught this at the first time I watched this movie either. But like, Obi Wan kind of just saw Luke and he was like, "Yep, I embrace my fate. Hit me with the <laughs> stick, boom, <laughs> and vaporize." But yeah, um, this was, and it wasn't a terrible movie. It definitely, it was definitely like a movie you. You don't have the standards for for like the franchise itself, um. So like, there's a lot. So like, there's not really much because there's not much of a standard. You have to ask yourself like, what were they trying to accomplish with this movie? And it was pretty obvious. They were trying to make like a Star Trek esque movie that like took place in space, and um, you know, have some space lightsaber fighting. With robots, with aliens. I mean, I guess it's not technically. I guess it, the word "alien" is subjective when when you're like on an alien. But like, if you find a Martian on an alien planet, and that the Martian isn't the alien, you are the alien. 
So it's really subjective. It's confusing. So it was a good movie. So, but a lot um, of other Star Wars movies, in my opinion, are better. I think. I think your opinion on this movie would have to be based on would would most likely be based on when you witnessed it. I bet for people from and I know from pe- people from 1977, you know, the people that grew up and watched this as kids, this is their Star Wars. This is what they grew up on. These three movies um they a lot of them don't even like the prequels. Um, well, yeah, but that, but still, then if you like, when you put, that's why I'm trying to um, do with like a lot of these movies is like not judge them purely based on nostalgia. Like I, I remember watching Ponyo when I was a really young child. Like when I was much, much younger, and though I love that movie on nostalgia, um, it. It's not as good. It's definitely not as good as, as I remember it. It's it's still a very good movie. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if you've watched Ponyo or not. It is a good movie, but it's I think not I've as seen good parts as of it, but I've never actually sat down and watched it all the way. Than I remember, it's a lot cheesier than I remember. But like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like people who watch Star Wars are very very subjective. When it comes to nostalgia, people who grew up with the original trilogy hate the prequel trilogy because that's not what they grew up with. But people who grew up with with the prequel trilogy love the prequel trilogy. But like, yep, pretty don't, much. Don't really hate the uh, original trilogy. Like, it's it's all subjective on nostalgia. So I'm trying to like cut but that then, out. But then people so that, who love the prequel trilogy, a lot of them don't like the sequel trilogy. So. <laughs> It's just this weird, vicious cycle of Star Wars. Um, yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll get to that later. Um, I I haven't watched. I don't think I've watched Episode Nine full on. Like I don't. I think I I was watching it, but I you know wasn't really paying full attention to it. But like, but anyways, though, um, what this movie was trying to accomplish, it's a it's a cool thing in space, and uh, in the seventies, I've I've seen some seventies movies. Um, they definitely aren't as high quality as the movies we see now. They they do have like you know color, they stuff like that. They have color, and hooray! Have, yeah, I mean, it's not a sixties movie. What, what am I saying? I've seen sixties movies have color. Yeah, we had to go back okay. to the thirties before you lost color. Unless it was literally made to be a black and white film. Anyways, um, but like, <laughs> but like, we know what, the, but like, based on like the quality of the movie, it's easy to determine, like, you know, what, what is this movie trying to accomplish? And that's easy to really, you know, look at, look at what it is, like, what stuff they had back then, what, what, um, ideas they had back then. Uh, for what they knew, for what they didn't know, like, you know, there's battles in space, the wars with the stars, Star Wars. So, Uh you know, so basically, you know, so, okay, 
Either way, though, if we were to give this movie, you know, the benefit of the doubt, like, with what, like, not, not the benefit of the doubt, um, the, the, if we were to give this movie, you know, what it thinks it wants to do, is it good? Okay, did this movie accomplish what it clearly is trying to do? Yes. It is a war in the stars. Is this movie good? Yes. I will give it a 7.5 out of 10. Okay, so here's my opinion on all this. Um, I think... Or 7. I don't know. 7, so 7.5. I'll give it a, I'll give it a 7. Okay, continue. Sorry. One of the biggest things that I've been wondering, I have a friend of mine that has never seen Star Wars. And I've always debated, where do I start her? Do, would, if, if I ever watched it with her, where would we start? Would I start her on don't episode, start with episode four? Two. <laughs> Just don't no, no, start no. at episode two. Obviously, I know what you're talking this, about. I, I know what you're talking about. Obviously, this would be between episode one. Do you start where the story begins or where the movies began? And I think you would have to start at episode one. I don't know. Because... Uh, Going chronological would be nice, but I think episode one would be a... If she doesn't get super annoyed by Jar Jar, it's a flashier movie. It would probably draw people in more. Jar Jar is this a is fun. gift of mankind. Yeah, but not everybody loves Jar Jar. Well, not everybody that's cool. Right. But... If I started her with this one, would she be interested? Like, this this is a slower movie. I don't know, because I started with this. This is the first Star Wars movie I watched. Um, I watched... Now, I have never got to see the original in the original format. I've never seen Star Wars in the original format. Uh, because the first time I saw Star Wars in its entirety... I'm pro I've seen clips and stuff. The first time I saw Star Wars in in its entirety was in the nineties. When they so in the nineties they re-released all the Star Wars with all the new updated features. They added Jar uh, they added Jabba in that one scene where Han talks to him, which by the way I hate that scene. If you notice. If you notice, they just added it. It was a scene that they took out because they couldn't get the actual animatronics right. They had to, they CGI'd Jabba in. It just doesn't look right. And it's literally the scene, if you paid attention to the uh, the lines, the scene is literally the same scene with Greedo. Okay, when Han is talking to Greedo, that is the same scene, except for this time he's telling Han or telling Jabba all the things he just told Greedo. So it makes no sense to add it. It would have made more sense if they got rid of the Greedo scene, but that Greedo scene is iconic, and I don't think they could. So I don't know why they bothered even adding the scene. I mean, I understand maybe 
releasing it with that being like a special feature, like a deleted scene on a special feature, I don't like that they added it to the entire movie. But that's my opinion. Um, I also wish I would have got to see... Like, I would have liked to see the lightsabers the way they looked in 1977, you know? I I like seeing these special features from a time before our own, you know what I mean? Right. It may not look as good. That's the one that started it all. I give it a nine. Is it my favorite Star Wars? No, but I, I feel like I feel like it deserves to get the love that it gives gets because it is what started all of it, and I love Star Wars. More like you you like you're giving it a huge uh huge number because like if this movie was like good enough to completely become begin like a franchise. It's it's what if this if this movie didn't do as well as it did, we wouldn't have Star Wars like we do now. And it was supposed to flop. It was supposed to not do well. They did not nobody expected Star Wars. Hell, when he, George Lucas made Star Wars, he was able to make a deal with um uh Fox, whoever distributed Star Wars. He took like a major, I think, pay cut, but he got rights to all the merchandise at a time when movies didn't sell merchandise. Movies didn't sell toys. Movies didn't sell like stuff with the like plates or drink cups or anything like that with merchant or, you know, movies bases on them. They didn't do that back then. So they were like, sure, you can have all the proceeds to the merchandise. George Lucas became a very rich man because of it. (laughs) Star Wars merchandise is the most... Yeah, I would say that that would be the, the... Those are the toys, those are the things people look for to this day. Especially from back then. It was the first... So I don't know. I just it's a good movie. It's a good story. I just wish I would have got to see it in its original glory. You know what I mean? Yeah. My biggest complaint is I never got to see it in its original cuz I'm sure some of the aliens we saw were CGI'd and I would have liked to see the original puppets. Hell, I'm about to probably go on the internet and see if I can find a, uh, uh, see if I can find like a, cause they probably have one, um, a comparison of all the stuff they added to the 1990s version. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. And, I, and here's some, something that I've been, how, how old is Luke and Leia in this movie? How old is Luke and Leia? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're twins, so they're the same age. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Wouldn't they be like nineteen, maybe twenty? 
yeah, probably 19 or 20. Maybe even 18. Uh. Hell, Luke might be... They might be 17. I don't know. I don't know how old they are. Right. Well, how how many years bef- is this from episode um, three? That's that's why I'm asking. Like, I don't... I'm trying to figure that out, because, like... I think it's a 15... Well, it can't be. If it was 15, then they'd be only 16, 15 or 16. And there, there's no way that they're that young. Right. Taking to the internet. Right, that's what I'm doing. Um... I'm looking it up one second. Blam, blam, blam. All right, it's a 10 year jump from Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Revenge of the Sith took place three years after that. Meanwhile, The Empire Strikes Back picked up the story three years after a new. Well, what about. Okay, that. That um just skips over the question entirely, literally. <laughs> okay. Here. Nineteen years. Nine okay, so they're nineteen years old. It says how much time passed between episode three and four of Star Wars? So approximately nineteen years be passed between episode three and episode four. Hmm. Okay. So that means. So they would both be uh, about nineteen. Right. That means that Vader is like forty-two years old in this. <laughs> yeah, he looks really crummy for forty. I mean, I guess we haven't got to where he is. Yeah, he's forty-two-year-old man. And I mean, like he's been uh. <laughs> Definitely hangs in there pretty well for a guy who, um, you know, got burned alive. Burned alive. But, you know, the, the suit probably keeps him alive very well. It's pretty good. But, yeah, so, I'll, I'll give this... I'll, I'll, I'll give this movie a 7. You give it a 9, that's fine. Uh, but anyways, what, do you, what is your Rotten Tomatoes guess? Okay. Um... Uh, uh, critics, I'm gonna assume like 95. An audience, 95. 95 for both. 95 for both? Yeah. I don't think I've ever uh, done that. I think critics are gonna be 87. I think audience will probably be 98. Okay. Let's see here. When I looked up Star Wars, I just got all the Star Wars movies. Look up episode four specifically, man. It's, here we it are. has a name now. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, that's Return of the Jedi. <laughs> a New Hope. 93% by critics. 
96% by uh, audience. Okay. So I got it on both. Although, it, um, yeah, your, your audience score and my audience score were like three apart. So that was like very, very like really inch worthy, like in between. Found like, we found the in between spot and I almost got it exactly. Almost. Almost, yeah. I figured it'd be high. People love this movie. Getting high? No. No. (laughs) Did not say that. Okay. So. um, Did you want to talk about any of the characters? Like, is there any characters you like the most, or... Right, we do do that, don't we? Uh, okay. I mean, we've something that we I feel like have been neglecting in this podcast is like favorites, favorite scenes, favorite Ooh, characters. Yeah. Who is your favorite character? Dad. In the in this movie, I think it would be Princess Leia. Uh, especially for the time. Princess Leia was very unique. I mean, you didn't have strong female leads. They were yeah, they they were always in, they were damsels, they were damsels and breedable. Fish. They were like the most breedable people on earth, wearing I don't know, so either over provocative or specifically under provocative, while being all sassy like, I am more strong than my man. You don't need. I don't need a man to survive. Although this is the 1970s, so I'm probably going to be ostracized for the rest of my life. Okay, okay, You're getting weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. She what is about pretty, you? She's pretty unique for the for the time. Uh, honestly, it's still probably Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Obi Wan's got this. His got this like entire franchise on his back. He's like, finally. I like to imagine, like, man, what, I like to imagine that he didn't, that he didn't like, that he didn't like, uh, let Vader, that he didn't let Vader or Anakin kill him just to, like, uh, for the sake of Luke's growth. He let Vader kill him because he's final, because he finally has decided, I feel like maybe... Somebody else should be carrying this franchise because because I'm done. I my back is starting to break, man. Jeez. I my lightsaber fighting has kind of taken a bit of a toll now. I it feels like an old man beating a stick against another another old man. Wow. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. All right, and, so but yeah, I do actually I do agree with y- your take on Princess Leia though. Like, I I did. She's a I very entertaining that, character in this movie. Yeah, I did think Absolutely. about that. Like, she wasn't like uh, strong in the way of like she's super sassy. Like, hey, just do you think that just because I'm a woman, I can't fat? Like, so that is kind of a trope that does bother me. Is like uh, people writing a woman like. Like, emphasizing, okay, she will constantly say 
that I am a strong woman. Okay, most guys don't ha don't like say I am a strong man, but I'm. I mean, if they do, then there's a reason for that. It's because it's in their personality. Normally, like, normally their name is Gaston. Yes, normally their name is Gaston. <laughs> but like, but like, if you want to make a strong woman, don't have them emphasize the womaniness. Have them emphasize, you know, the fact that they're strong. You know, without having not to even, say that they're. She's strong. not even strong. She's just. Yeah, she's just really badass. Yeah, she's she's, she's not brave. like physically strong, but she's like. She's, she's brave. She's brave, and she. Uh, she treats Han like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. Here's another here's another thing that I feel feel was quite emphasized and that's not really emphasized enough in it for its time. Uh, she's a bit of a dick. A little she bit. Is. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Uh, they, that that also makes it very entertaining. You know who she reminds me of sometimes. We what? haven't got to it in the podcast, but. Meg from uh, Hercules. I could just see Princess Leia going, I'm a damsel, I'm in distress. What's your point? Yeah. <laughs> I got this. Uh, it's like, I don't know, she did, she, I think she was gonna try to save herself <laughs> instead of Wait, but she they just happened to save her before she saved herself. That's what I like to think. She was gonna save herself. Um, but yeah, I think she was just Luke is kind of a little too whiny in this movie. <laughs> I don't want to take care of the farm. I don't want to either. Actually, come to think of it, I've, yeah. I've seen, I've heard of people who like work in farms and they they have to wake up like three in the morning. Mm get like i don't know 4 or 5 hours of sleep to like and wake up to uh milk the cows stuff like that mm -hmm. they don't they don't get like summer breaks because they constantly have to tend to the farm stuff yeah, like no. that and they're pretty pretty much tethered to that farm for the rest of their life because their parents want them to inherit it right yes thank you thank you for not making me work on a farm or being, or having me be born in in our. I don't want to work Amish on a farm country. either. No, me neither. <laughs> and this this is no shade on farm people. It is a lot. We respect of hard work. you giving us that chicken. That we love that chicken and meat, but yeah, that, you know that's what we're saying. We're, we respect you. We just don't want that hard work. <laughs> We we're just glad that we can buy it from the store instead of you know doing it all natural although i bet their meals are way better than ours probably yeah they get they get the shit right from the source they get the best steaks yeah i also don't you know like the idea of murdering animals it, i'd rather not think of like the the animal's name is like hey you want the steak his name is terry his name I... was terry i mean I uh, uh, take a bite. <laughs> I like, I like, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was, uh, Jim Gaffigan might've been somebody else, but I, I think it was Jim Gaffigan had this joke where he's like, he's like, I just like to think that every time I eat an animal, they deserved it. Like this guy, <laughs> this chicken killed like three people. 
this was an execution. He deserved to die. Time to eat you. <laughs> or like they committed I suicide. The who, <laughs> I was the guy who lopped off this cow's head. You want to eat Terry? He was a good person. He raised my child, kind of like a Charlotte's Web situation. Only yeah. instead of a spider, it was a cow. <laughs> cow who raised my twins. You want to yeah. eat him? This is his leg. <laughs> no, that's... Yeah, that, that is weird, but, like, man... <laughs> I don't think I've seen seen that Jim Gaffigan skit, but man, I got man, I I haven't seen Jim. I haven't. I remember loving the crap out of Jim Gaffigan, and he's really funny. He is a funny. Dude. Yeah, he's he's a funny dude. I I but I'm not a hundred percent that it's Jim Gaffigan. I think it's Jim Gaffigan, but I can't remember for sure if that's who did that joke. But I remember somebody had a joke like that. Um, where they were like, yeah, this guy, this, this, this steak or cow ate, killed, like, went Jeffrey Dahmer on someone. Uh, 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 you want so. some midgley noodle soup, sir? <laughs> Anyways. It was um, your childhood friend. What was your favorite scene in this movie? Probably the whole the whole Death Star situation, the fighting, the the, the laser blasting, pew, 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 pew. the lightsaber fighting wasn't all all that um, as crazy yeah. as in like this. This this definitely isn't the movie for the lightsabers. Um, yeah, like, yeah, and if you say like, oh, seeing like lightsaber dueling, that was that was pretty cool. But like, but like, compare it. But like, it's not like we have nothing to compare this this lightsaber fighting to. We have like fencing. You you see like people in cartoons and uh, live action movies like fencing with like actual fencing swords, like you know, way better than this um, old men fighting with their dicks situation. Jeez. I meant sticks. Old man. You meant sticks? sticks? Sure, sure, sure. I also meant um, dicks, but whatever. I th We're going to get better ones. I, I do think the next two movies will have some better lightsabers, if I remember right. Um, yeah. But, uh... So, just the death... The, the blowing up the Death Star is your favorite scene? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of my favorite scene. I, I, All I know I, is that, like, the big scene that, like, had the most disrespect was Anakin grabbing a person by the neck, physically with his hand, and <laughs> lifting them up that way. That is blasphemy. Full yeah. on yeah. blasphemy. Yeah, I thought that was a weird scene, too, because it was, like, he uses the force to choke someone later. Like, what? I think that was literally just to scare them. Like, to scare everyone around him. Instead of using the force, he's just like, I'm also strong enough to pick your ass up. <laughs> yeah. Without without my force powers. Vader has oh. F.U. energy. 
which is something that we definitely needed from from Anakin. Like Anakin does have a few energy in and like I don't know some of the uh, prequel movies, but like but like here it seems that like I don't know he was like you know I got burnt to a crisp. I'm I'm done with all this. I have F U energy now. I could lift you up with my force powers, but I'm just gonna grab you by the neck because I don't know. I'm I don't know. After you know, it's been like it's been almost twenty years without my wife. So I'm gonna do some really weird <laughs> kinky crap to you, okay? Okay, yeah, okay. Wait, are you going um, down that road? Are you going down Are you going down the road of him being like I'm a robot? And it doesn't work down there anymore, so I'm very upset about the lack of sex. <laughs> what? I thought okay, that's so where you were going. Your, what was your favorite? So, what was your favorite scene, Dad? I think it, it's not necessarily a specific scene. I like the entire sequence of events with saving Princess Leia because oh. I, I like Leia. <laughs> a lot in this movie her like the second he goes into the room and she's like you're a little short for a stormtrooper <laughs> oh man that that is there's that like um fu energy as well she she surpasses vader with that fu energy <laughs> yeah she, she and she hasn't even been burnt to a crisp man there's no there's no excuse anakin there's no excuse for you to, like, have even more F.U. energy. You've been burnt to a crisp. So, you know. Yeah, well, yeah he's probably gotten used to it over the almost 20 years, so. I also really enjoy, uh, uh, I really enjoy, um, Han on the little intercom, like, oh, yeah, everything's fine down here, and then he gets frustrated, and he's like, wasn't enjoying the conversation anyways. Just shoots like, the, uh, <laughs> screw <laughs> this it's like yeah no I'm done we got company Luke <laughs> so yeah I just uh, yeah the, the stuff with Leia was great her just dogging Han all the time is also so funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I love the difference in like her her facial expression when she's given out like the uh, medals at the end of the movie, like between like like you look at her expression when she's giving the medal to Luke and her expression when she's giving the medal to Han. Yeah, there's a there's a stark contrast. Also, by the way. Um, if you listen to our Beavis and Butthead podcast, there is also a stark bit of a, um, a bit of a medal ceremony that we, that we, that we brought up, like with the, um, like with the Star Wars thing and the, uh, and the Beavis and Butthead thing, like with, uh, like if you remember at the end of the Beavis and Butthead do the universe, they got, everybody got like, gave a medal to, um, to, I think, Beavis? Beavis yeah. for being the first. The future Beavis first for being them. the first to have sex. Yes. Yeah. Um, among all of, all of them in every timeline, every universe. Yes. 
and then you know for a uh, butthead for watching. I think I might get the two. <laughs> for watching. I've got the two. Yeah, for no, watching Beavis. From, I'm it, pretty sure it was be- future Beavis that got laid. Or smart, smart Beavis. Or yeah, smart Beavis. Yeah. Um. Also, really enjoyed. Um, oh, jeez, I lost my train of thought. Oh no! The just Leia. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cinemantra. Do you have a Cinemantra for us, Father? Oh, uh, not yet. Okay. Do you? Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. Remember, like, for episode three, we did, like, a thing where, like, um, I would give you a blaster and, like, I don't know, I give you, like, a situation where you can kill Hitler before he does the things situation. So I can't yeah, that's the that. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Man, this should be easy. It should be if like you, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you can look for in this movie to like expand upon, and there is. <laughs> I have a question. If what is your question? If you had a um, if you had a Death Star, what planet would you destroy? You know what planet I would destroy? I would destroy no, Uranus. Which is a weird thing to say to your father directly. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> thousand points. Thousand go, points. Go. I can't Thank think you. of any, I can't think of anything better. I would destroy Uranus. You said it the right way to. Okay. Before beautiful. I ask my cinema, absolutely what? beautiful. I am Before so I... proud of you. That was fantastic. Before I give my cinema, will it... Before I give my cinema, what, what planet would you destroy with the with the Death Star? I there's no other answer than Uranus. <laughs> All that's, right, that's the perfect response. Yeah. I, I'm not even gonna dignify that with an, a different response. All right, all right, fine. Okay. So, if you were that wanted man in that one bar, who's trying to like tell, I think it was Luke, tell Luke about like how he, I have a, pr- I have a problem with you. What would you do in that situation rather than like tell everybody around you, like say loud enough for everybody else around in that bar to hear, like, I am a wanted man. Okay. Like, like um, okay. Shoot. I kind of I lost my train of thought with that as well. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so let's say 
You are a wanted man. You see a guy that you don't like. How do you address that situation? Like, I don't know. It depends on why I don't like him. Why did this guy dislike Luke so much? I think it's because, I guess, his face. You don't like a person because of their face, okay? You. Uh, I how mean, do you address if, that? If I have a personal reason for not liking them, I'd probably, you know, if I was a smuggler like that, I'd probably, you know, kill them without telling them I don't like them. Not giving them the chance. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, if it's just like, I don't like his face, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'm just going to leave it alone. Why am I even worried about this? It's just a weird thing to be weird about. Eh, yeah. You are, you are the, um, you are the antithesis of anti-racism by that answer. Anti-racism? Anti-racism. I'm it's not sure how... Oh. Racistist. Fair enough. Racistist. Okay. someone who is against... Who is uh, discriminatory against racists. I'm not a fan. That's true. Yeah, I'm, neither am I. Not a fan. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a nine. Yeah. Thank you. you. You have a problem with someone's face... Just walk away. Or, or I don't know, strike up a normal conversation with them. Yeah. yeah just, perhaps, or, perhaps. Or, you know, just, just Not move care? on with your life. Just don't care. Yeah. Just move on just with your life. Care. There are plenty of people you've likely seen who have faces that look like Luke's. Because, a- because races like him show up everywhere in the galaxy for some reason. I think they were planning on, like, robbing him or something. I don't know. It's a weird scene. It's an iconic scene. Like, I, you know, I, you know that line. I know that line. But, uh... We are wanted men. I don't like you. I think it might have been, like... They look like they were people that would be trying to get them in trouble. You know what I mean? Like I think that's why they go to them because I think it's a it's a matter of they're like these two look like they could be whatever the Star Wars equivalent to a cop is that could so I think they were trying to attack it head on before they could get them in trouble. I, I that's the read I get from it because otherwise, like what was the point of that? <laughs> I think the point was for for us to see Obi-Wan use that lightsaber like a boss. But other than that, for the story, it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense, you know? Yeah. Alright. So I believe that is all we really need to talk about with the movie. We could talk about the um, Stormtroopers being terrible aims, but I'm pretty sure you can just look on anywhere on the internet that does or doesn't have to do with Star Wars, and you would see, why do stormtroopers have, like, no sense of aim? Why? You know what what I want to say to that? What? I don't think Uncle Owen thought they had terrible aim. I would hate... I would hate 
to um, go to a go to a bathroom with a urinal with someone who is a stormtrooper because I can guarantee you they will oh, try geez. to aim no. for the urinal and they will and even if we go on like opposite sides of the bathroom to do our peeing even if there there's like stalls in between us like like here's like here's a uh, a stall like here here's a stall right here. Here's a uh, section of urinals over here, and a section of urinals uh, over here. I'm trying to make this easier by pointing the camera. Okay, a uh, stall right here, urinals here, urinals here. I go peeing over here, he goes peeing over here. He goes pee, tries to aim into the urinal, somehow sprays over and onto my head. Yeah. Because that is how stormtroopers do things. I thought we were making some. I thought we were not making Thought we weren't making stormtrooper aiming jokes. I've, well, I've changed my mind. <laughs> Jeez. And now this, and now the podcast has gone over an hour, which is yeah. which, whatever. Uh, okay, but uh, what is the next movie we'll be watching? Um, well, there... we just watched Disney, so now, uh, then this is Star Wars. Well, actually, the next one will probably be uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Well, okay. So this movie, we're a little bit late. We we, we intended to like uh, record this like sometime last week. Um, I was thinking around this week before I come over to your house, we watch Beavis and Butthead do America and do a podcast. Oh, yeah. Either before or during the weekend, and then like on Sunday we watch Smokey and the Bandit, and next week we do that podcast. We will see. I will try to watch Star a Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Unless we want to watch it. Unless we want to watch it while you guys are over. I bet that's, that would that, that would that might is, be one. That is a thought that I had, but I think like it'd be better if we did it before. So that like so that like I don't know. We can record before we go over to your house. There's no guarantee like, we'll find memory. time to record beforehand. Um, but I, I, I think you might want to talk to your sister because I think your sister wouldn't mind watching that one. Okay. So, all right, but we'll watch it. We'll eventually watch it. Yeah, but, um, but another thing to keep in mind, which I don't know, it doesn't really affect anything or whatever, but, uh, Beavis and Butthead do America will be the last episode of season one of Coming Soon to a podcast near you. And Smokey and the Bandit will be the first episode of season two. So how's that going to work? I don't know. I mean, is... uh, It looks cool. It makes what's gonna be What's going to be the end of season two, then? That's something we'll have to think about. We, uh... We thought, like, at first, when we watched uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe, that, like, you know, we'd, that we would eventually do uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. That, and that just kind of, like, you know, did itself for our, uh, oh, at the end of the first, <laughs> that, uh, that kind of just, like, you know, we do the uh, the sequel movie, then we'll do the original movie at that. No, no, I got that. It's just there's no other Beavis and Butthead movie to 
go to the next one. Yeah, that's it's something we'll have to think about. Something that's worthy of like finishing off season two of coming soon to a podcast near you, and that rhymes and it's funny. Like okay. I don't know if there's like something that becomes predominant through season two. <laughs> We'll have to think of like what would what would work with that to be an excellent closer to th- to that year to the second to our like second anniversary podcast of that. And f- Not sure. And, I'll, and I gotta tell you, I don't know if it feels crazy that uh that a whole year has past or that only a year has passed since we started this podcast back up what back up back up yes i mean we originally started this as juvenile jurisdiction of judgment quite a few years ago and now we're we it's been a year since we started it back up as coming soon right just but I mean, like, with uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. And when we did that podcast, it feels like a lot longer than a year ago, though. If we specifically with um, like we're like we're lumping in juvenile jurisdictions of judgment with this podcast, but like we're not counting that as like a. We're I think that we're, we'll refer that as like season zero, more or less of of yeah. uh, coming soon to a podcast near you. But then, like, um, with coming soon to a podcast near you, uh, we'll we'll be doing like uh, season one. Like, this is the the penultimate episode of you know coming soon to a podcast near you. And then Beavis and Butthead do America. That that I think was like a really good closer. Would be a really good closer to this. It's like. We started off with the Beavis. No, 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 I got you. I was just saying. All right. Throughout season two, we'll have to think of something there. All right. Auf Wiedersehen. Peace. Or wait, are we not doing the, uh, are we not, um, giving our pluggables? pluggables. Go ahead. Yeah, we have been doing this for a little while. This is, it's, it, it, holy crap, it's been a while since we did like an hour-long podcast, right? It's been a little while. A little bit. Okay, I am Cryokin Artist on the YouTubes, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, and even the Twitters and the TikToks. I am also Snowshine Gaming on YouTube. That I'm still working with, but, you know, here soon. I am Dragon Blazer Productions on the Facebook, the Instagram, the YouTube, the TikToks, and on Twitter, I'm Dragon Blazer Pro. Peace. Aveda Zane. Oh, once again, please, if you will, like and subscribe onto our YouTube page titled "Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You," where all these wacky podcasts of where we watch movies and review them go on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.